welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Before we get started today, I just want to know the answer to one question. Is there anyone out there? Um, It looks to me like people are listening to these things, but I can't really tell for sure if you're real. If you could send me a message, join the Facebook page, or pretty much anything like that to let me know you're real, that would be great. So if you search for Dad's Bedtime Stories on Facebook, or you can send me a message at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com, that would be greatly appreciated. This is episode 16, The Center of the Earth. Just close your eyes, lay back in your bed, cozy up under the covers, and just imagine yourself doing what the person in the story does. You wake up again in one of the most comfortable beds you've ever been in, the one that your friend the Sasquatch gave you last night. You look around and you see a whole bunch of glowing things. There's blue and purple and yellow and pink the walls just glow with the brightest colors. How are ya? says your friend the Sasquatch. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Ready to go exploring the Sasquatch village? Um, okay. How many Sasquatches are there in the village? Three, says your friend the Sasquatch. Three? How is it a village with three people? Well, says your friend... We Sasquatch live in really small groups. We really don't like being around people much. So this village is just me, my dad, and my mom. That's pretty much it. Oh, where are they right now? You ask. Oh, my parents? Well, they're not here right now. They're on an adventure. So come on with me. I'll show you all around, says your friend the Sasquatch. Well, just just one second. What's your name? My name's Footsie, says the Sasquatch. Footsie, you say? All right, well, we'll go with Footsie. Sounds great, says Footsie. Now, let's get going. Come on this way, says Footsie, pointing to a tunnel in the distance. You follow Footsie, and you walk through the tunnels... Each tunnel glows with something that's on the side of the walls. Yellow, purple, blue, all sorts of different colors. It almost looks like some sort of moss or something, but it's bioluminescent, which means it glows quite brightly. You follow Footsie through a bunch of different tunnels. He shows you one entrance that pops up and looks out on a local park nearby. This is where I like to watch other kids play. You have to watch other kids play, you ask him? But you look like just a kid yourself. Can't you go play with them? No, says Footsie. My parents don't let me play with other kids. We're not supposed to let other people know that we exist. Oh, that's so sad. Are there other Sasquatch children to play with? No, I mean there are, but you have to travel pretty far to find them. Oh no, that's not fun at all. Well, maybe you and I can be friends. 
Oh, I would love that ever so much, replies Footsie. Well, what do you want to do? Let's go explore some more, says Footsie. You and Footsie travel around the different cave systems. He shows you different secret entrances that go here and there. The Sasquatch seem to have entrances that pop up everywhere. There's even one that pops up just in front of your house that you didn't know about. I've actually been trying to be your friend for a long time, says Footsie, showing you the entrance to your house. And there's one more thing I really want to show you. Come this way. You follow Footsie down a glowing tunnel. This tunnel goes down and down and down. And eventually it comes to a huge hole. This is an entrance to the center of the world. The center of the world, you ask? What do you mean the center of the world? I thought the world was solid. Oh no, the world is not solid at all, explains Footsie. You can go down and down and down, and you come to a place where all the animals live. What animals, you say? Don't all the animals live on the planet? Well, many of them do, but there's quite a few who hide in the center of the earth. You see, there's many animals that don't like humans, explains Footsie. That don't like humans? Why don't they like humans? Well, humans can be a bit invasive at times. So, they found a place in the center of the earth and they've been living there ever since, explains Footsie. Come see! Footsie jumps down a tube that looks a lot like a huge slide. You shrug your shoulders and figure, why not? You jump inside the tube and head down the biggest slide you've ever been on. Down and down and down you go until you pop out in a huge opening. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. It's kind of like a cave, but a cave that's way bigger than you can imagine. The ceiling goes up incredibly high. And on the top of the ceiling is a bunch of glowing moss that keeps everything lit up. You and Footsie walk through the underground. There's trees growing, plants, grass, you pass lakes inside the center of the earth. Pretty much everything that would be on top of the earth. This is amazing, but where does the light come from? Well, says Footsie, the light comes from two places. First, there's the light from the glowing moss, which you've already seen. And then there's the light from the core of the earth. It also provides warmth. It provides warmth? Can we go see it? Of course we can, says Footsie. You and Footsie walk towards the core of the earth. As you get closer, 
the core appears. It's kind of floating in a gigantic hole. It's red and bright and looks a little bit like a sun. It's not really what you expected to be in the core of the earth. That's amazing. And then you see something from beside you. Hey, what are you doing here? You look over and see a huge rock creature or something like that. What, what what are you, you ask? What am I? What's a human doing down here? Haven't you ruined enough of our habitat? I, I haven't ruined any of your habitat, you explain. I just want to be friends with everybody. Well, if you wanted to be friends with everybody, you wouldn't be messing with the core of the earth. It's already starting to die, and I think you might be here to finish it off. What do you mean it's starting to die, you ask? That's not good at all. Oh, now you think it's not good. I'll show you. The big golem starts punching his hands together making huge breaking noises. This is not going to be good, you say. Do you require assistance? Asks the spaceship, pops out of your pocket. I don't know, spaceship. Uh, Have you anything that can fight a giant rock golem sort of thing? Yes, says the spaceship. The spaceship transforms into what looks like a mechanical suit, just a little bigger than the rock golem. The back of the suit opens up. You climb in and the suit closes around you. A helmet pops down over your head and when you close your eyes, you feel a strange sensation. And when you open them, you realize you have full control of the suit. When you try to move your arms, the suit moves its arms. Your legs, it moves its legs. Just like the golem, you hit your fists together. The golem runs at you and tries to punch, but you grab his fist with one of your hands. He punches with the other and you grab onto it too. He starts pushing against you. He's incredibly strong. He pushes you back and back and back. You try to push forward, and as you do, blasters shoot out of your back and start pushing you against him, pushing him closer and closer to the center of the earth. He ducks down to the side and throws you. You start flying towards the center of the earth, but thinking about stopping causes the suit to activate its flying mechanism, and the blasters push you away and allow you to fly up into the air. Hey, that's no fair. You can't fly. Says the rock golem. The rock golem then picks up a huge boulder and throws it at you. It hits you right in the head. Hey, you regain control and try to get out of the way. But the rock golem just keeps throwing boulder after boulder after boulder. You dodge as many as you can, but he just keeps throwing them. We need some way to stop this spaceship. I agree. I recommend freezing. Ah, that's a good idea. Do you have something that can freeze it? Yes, 
says the spaceship, activating freeze cannon. Out of your arm pops a big cannon. You point it towards the golem and spray. The golem starts moving slower and slower until everything but its head is totally encased in ice. You land in front of the golem. Now, are you going to stop trying to hurt me? I'm not the one who ruined the core of the earth, you say to the golem. Eh, well then who was it? Says the golem. I don't know, but me and my friend Footsie here can help you figure it out. Eh, says the golem. Well, you don't seem that bad after all. Now just unfreeze me and we can talk about it some more, says the golem. You use a laser in your hand to unfreeze the golem. It slowly melts the ice away and allows him to move again. That's better, says the golem. Now, says the golem, can you explain to me how you're going to help me figure out who's messing with the center of the earth? Well, of course we can, but I think that'll have to wait till another time. It's my bedtime. I'm not home yet. Uh, well, I guess you better get home, but it's a long journey back to the top of the earth. How are you going to get there? May I make a suggestion, says the spaceship. Of course, spaceship. Uh, what do you suggest? I can create a portal that goes to your shed. Oh, right, those work on the same planet too? Of course, says the spaceship. The spaceship grows and grows and grows until it's large enough for the portal to fit out its back hatch. The portal flies out being carried by robots and is placed on the ground right near the center of the earth. It lights up and turns on. Uh, that thing looks crazy. Uh, is that some kind of magic? Well, something like magic, I guess. Magic, science, and it's hard to tell the difference sometimes, you say to the golem. Well, I promise we'll be back tomorrow, and me and the spaceship and Footsie here are going to figure out what happened. Uh, okay. I'll meet you here tomorrow night. All right, we'll see you then. You and Footsie and the spaceship, which is now shrunk down to be a toy size again, walk through the portal and arrive in your front yard, out of the shed. Footsie says that he has to get back for dinner, and you understand, so you wave goodbye and let him go. Footsie walks off towards a tree he presses a little button, and the tree pops up in the air, creating a little entrance. He jumps inside, and the tree goes back to its normal position, like no one was ever there. Huh, that's weird. I wonder how many of those Sasquatch tunnels there are around here. There are many, says the spaceship. Uh, okay, spaceship, anyways. We better get to bed. I've been gone for a whole day and I think we forgot to leave one of those robots. I took care of it. You walk inside your house and back to your bedroom. 
There you see the robot version of yourself. Hi there, are you back? The robot starts sparking and blasting and again melts into a huge puddle of goo. As you may recall, the robots are designed to self-destruct when you come in contact with them. That way, there's never two of you in one place. Spaceship, you say, do the thing where you get rid of that. The spaceship shines a light on the pile of goop and it slowly dissolves into energy and gets sucked into the spaceship. You turn off the lights in your room, climb into your bed and pull up your covers. Your eyes are getting very, very heavy and you allow them to close. You notice any tension in your shoulders and you let it go. You notice any tension in your arms and you let it go. Notice any tension in your legs and your feet and you let it go. And last, you notice any tension in your face and you let it go. Letting yourself sink deeper into the covers. With every breath, you become more and more relaxed and sink down deeper and deeper into the bed, allowing yourself to drift off to the world of sleep and dreams.